Okay, guys, um, we're gonna talk about a topic that is gonna a little bit uncomfortable, I think, for a lot of people, probably for most people. Um, we're gonna talk about the George Floyd case and what I feel as a black woman, my opinions, and also kind of what I'm seeing. So, right before that, you know, we're all taught like we're all told to stay in the house you know it's this pandemic that's going around people are dying and you need to be careful and stay indoors and it's really really dangerous and now a few days later everybody's out protesting looting and whatever else and it's like okay so what's really going on is this a race war is this something set in place to kind of divide people um, is it to influence voters to vote a certain way? I mean, what's going on? And how can we make sure that we're not being manipulated to feel a certain way by media, etc. That might just be kind of fueling this fire to things. So I'm going to take a minute to kind of tell you my opinions and then explain what I think about it. And I want to hear what you guys think about it. Okay. So, me as a black woman, what I think of the situation is, when I saw the video, I'm not going to lie, it really felt my heart with rage. The hate, like I literally was about to cry with the emotions that I was feeling. And not because I was sad, but I was filled with hate. Um, it was really sad to watch. Really sad to watch. And I felt like the guy, the, the police officer was on him and kind of was enjoying it. I don't know if he was or not, but that's kind of what I felt. Um, the minute that I saw it, I immediately like, was like, I was so mad. I posted a couple of things and I was just really filled with hate. Um, after... A while I kind of had some time to kind of think on things and try to make an intelligent decision and an intelligent opinion versus one that was emotional because that can be really uh, detrimental and dangerous to people so here's what I'll say what I've seen is that there's protesting there's been a lot of business owners and even you know big corporate owners who are getting their stores looted and vandalized and this has been kind of one of the really strong concerns and then there's on the other side it was like it's too much policing and these you know troops the state troopers and homeland security uh what is it i'm sorry the national guard and people are like i don't know it's too much here's what i think for the whole thing i do believe that there was certain people with the right intentions they decided to go out and protest, to uh, make their voices heard about the unjust execution of George Floyd. And I do not believe you could really call it anything else. It was just a lack and complete disregard of a human life. Um, but I also do understand the other side. These are government officials and you have a responsibility to protect the people that vote for you. And you're allowing their places to get looted, burned up and just complete chaos in the streets what i really think is is going on is that there's a lot of people who were quarantined they weren't doing anything 
they've been stuck in the house for a couple of months and now there's like okay well for these looters not the the protesters uh, there's just mass confusion going on so i can take this opportunity as a time to go still you know i really don't care about the march or anything else or about george floyd or really anything but i've been in the house all day and so yeah everyone's going down here marching and they're gonna be down in town and so i might as well get up and go do this and then somebody breaks the store and i'm ignorant enough to go in and start stealing and looting and causing a bunch of chaos completely removing what this protest is supposed to be about now what i will say this is that me as a black woman i did not go to a protest i did have some um were one i could have drove down to and, and went but for me i don't personally believe in protesting i think when you have something on such a large scale it's kind of hard to control something like that and you're bound to have some ignorant person who takes this as an opportunity to get their criminal activity on you know and then it kind of just taints the whole movement which is a lot of people who are down there really to make their voice heard were peaceful had no intentions of harming anybody had no intentions of disrespecting buildings uh people's property their lifelong work or something that they're trying to leave for their kids you know whatever they had no intentions of doing that but that's kind of what happened and it's kind of you know tainted the whole movement now me as a black woman the reason why i did not go and vote even though we're not going uh go down not votes but the reason why i didn't go down and protest is because i don't feel like you know protesting has necessarily done something i've seen a lot of uh non-black people who say well it has and then you know people are posting pictures like of martin luther king like he was a peaceful protester and he what made the biggest change in the world i i say to this i feel like you have the right to say what you want to say and you have a right to your opinion and that's what i really want to come across as is that everybody has the right to their opinion but i i do think that you should be really really careful about saying certain stuff like that because for me as a black woman i don't necessarily fear martin luther king made change i'm gonna have a lot of black people who probably won't agree with that but i necessarily don't think he did um for me i'm more of a I think I didn't agree with the mentality of it and I see it with a lot of black people is that it's this kind of you know you slap me I turn the other cheek and uh this this earth this life that I live is hell and when I die I'll get to the promised land type of stuff regardless of your religion or anything else I don't agree with that it's just not natural for you to just turn the other cheek when somebody continues to do something um to physically harm you spiritually mentally whatever you know, it's just not that, that's not human nature. Nobody's just going to turn their other cheek, but that's what we're taught to do. And then another thing is like, I've grown up in like an urban city and that's not the mentality of even black people. Like if I were to go and like kill somebody, not that I will, but if I was to go kill like a black person, they will come and try to like get their revenge on me. But the minute that a cop does it, it's kind of like, oh, well, please, we need justice, da, 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 da. And it's like, well, the justice system is the very people that say it's okay and waited two days, I think it was two days, for in order for them to, like, arrest one of the officers, you know? But, yeah. So, my opinion of a lot of this stuff is, as a white person, if you didn't post, rest in peace, George Floyd, or anything, and unless you're building was affected personally by it you probably shouldn't be posting about the looting either and how you're so upset about everything because 
you guys were some of the same people and this is not all the people all the whites um but a lot of you guys were like exercising your um first amendment and how you don't have to do what the government tells you to do and the the president tells you to do by this stay-at-home order and this quarantine you know you guys were letting your voices be heard you know you have no right to tell us that we have to do etc 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 so then in that same instance don't say like well you had a curfew and you were told to go home but you're not home so now that's why you're getting you know hit with rubber bullets and losing eyes and getting pepper sprayed and etc etc because you know when you were holding your quote-unquote uh barbershop protests and going down and getting in police officers face and storming the state capitals with your guns and everything else and you know about the quarantine you were using your rights to do what you wanted to do and I respected that because I feel like you sh can do what you want I don't necessarily agree with it but at the same time I always try to respect other people's opinions and empathize with it and understand it so you have to respect the fact that somebody's like, okay, well, I don't care that you're putting a curfew down here. I don't have to go home. Would you have wanted somebody to spray you with uh, rubber bullets and stuff and spray you with uh, tear gas? And, you know, is that what you want? You know, you have to understand the kind of indifference here. For me, um, George, George Floyd's case, regardless of even if it was a counterfeit 20 and even if he was using the, the counterfeit 20, I don't even care if like he made the freaking dollar and was trying to like scam somebody. He deserved a day in court. And that's something he didn't get. He was executed on in broad daylight with many people, several people saying, you know what? He cannot breathe. He said it himself as well. And I just feel like it was just this lack of disregard for this human because I find that a lot of racist white people, they do not view black people as a human. You know, when it comes to dogs, well, they are worth a lot to certain people. Like if this was a dog, we replaced George Floyd with a dog and they were on top of it. A dog can't even talk. Now, mind you, George Floyd said, I can't breathe. Uh, you got your knee on my neck. Can you please move it? I'll get in the car. Da, 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 da. A dog can't even say that. But if it was whining and barking, people would be pissed. Would it have taken a couple of days for him to be arrested for killing a dog, choking it out on the street? No. They would have arrested him within a couple of hours, I'm pretty sure. That people would have been outraged and demanded justice. What I find that in a lot of times in the white community is that people don't believe that they're racist. They don't actually see their racism. But it's just like, the way you can find out if you're racist is this. When you see something happen to a black person, put yourself in their shoes. And here's how you can do it. You could just say, okay, if that was my uncle, if that was my brother, if that was my father, if that was my son, how would I feel? But there is a complete, uh, just where certain people cannot empathize with black people. You know, you're kind of viewed this certain way and they can't be empathized with. I did have a couple of discussions on, you know, social media with these certain races. And it was just the fact of, I could talk until I'm blue in the face, but you will never consider my opinions. You will never try to decide, okay, maybe am I viewing things a certain way? Because I could never have an intelligent conversation with you because you refuse and you don't believe that I am 
worthy of your time, your empathy, your compassion. You don't care. You just simply don't care. And for all of the other people who've stood up in other countries in America and have made their voices heard and show that they support this, you know, the people who are being executed in the streets in broad daylight while being recorded, I really, really do appreciate that because I want to, you know, make it be known. We really appreciate that, you know, we can't do this alone. It's going to need the help of other people standing up saying, you know what, what you're doing to these people is not right. I see it. I don't like it. And I'm not going to remain silent and not say anything. I do know that a lot of people like to use things as race wars and stuff like that. And there's certain people that, you know, like, I hate to say it. I don't want to sound like, you know, like I'm agree with it. But, you know, certain people, they get pulled over and you're being kind of just hostile and, you know, just doing too much like come on when I get pulled over um you know even me being a woman I'll be like okay look let me get the insurance out of the car but can I reach for it because I don't want you to think I'm reaching for a gun and they'll be like yeah because typically white men you know unless he's like a total racist he's not going to really feel threatened by me I'm not a big woman he's not going to really feel threatened by me he probably feels like he can overtake me maybe he can you know he very well can and so he won't necessarily feel threatened by me. And so I don't really feel necessarily threatened by him. You know, when the cops get out the car for me, they'll kind of just like gesture towards the gun. You know, they don't necessarily touch it because I haven't really got pulled over that often. But most of the state troopers will pull me over or something like that. They'll just kind of gesture and kind of like they won't, ex you know, actually draw the gun on me because I don't feel like they necessarily feel threatened by me. Like I said, I'm not a big woman. Um... And so I feel like, you know, they probably feel like, yeah, I can probably overtake her. And so I don't necessarily feel threatened by her. When they run my tags, they're not going to find like I'm some criminal or something like that. So in that case, you know, I understand that. I just feel like, you know, certain black people do need to de-escalate the situation. You know, don't get all rowdy and uppity and all this other stuff. Do realize the fact that your life counts. And maybe you don't want to antagonize someone. And yes, they have the... uh they're supposed to uphold the law and be this professional and et cetera, et cetera. But don't kind of add fuel to the fire. So I do understand that. But, you know, this, for this case, I, I talked to so many people and I just could not understand for the life of me, why did they not get off him when he said he could not breathe? Why did you not maybe handcuff his legs or something? Like, let's say if he didn't want to get in the car or you didn't want to put him in the car, whatever transpired from there. Why not just handcuff his feet and maybe sit him up against the car so he can't run away if he's got, like, two uh, handcuffs on his feet and his, his hands? Or why not, you know, you maybe get off and have the two guys at the bottom, you know, stay on him or whatever? Why would you continue to keep your knee on a man's neck even after he's told you repeatedly that he cannot breathe? And that your knee on his neck is causing him where he cannot fully breathe. That is the question. And what I think it was, I think it was racism. I think it was just a complete lack of respect for another person's life. A lot of people, they'll say, well, you get to have a conversation with them. Well, you're being racist. No, it's just the fact that you're not necessarily even willing to have a conversation with me. You won't have a conversation with me. We can't sit here and, you know, have an intelligent conversation. And I can understand your views and be like, well, maybe I'm wrong. Because when I'm having a conversation, I'm always 
trying to kind of understand how do I come off? How can I, you know, see things from this person's perspective? And that's what a real conversation is. But a lot of times when you talk to certain people of another race, like Caucasian and other people, they refuse to even sit down and consider maybe where I'm coming from because you simply don't care and it's racist, you know? Um, the whole mentality of like, you can support the police, et cetera, et cetera. I do believe that America has this very, very serious problem with the police, um, the policing of its citizens, and there needs to be changed. This whole uh, huge mass incarceration, we need to get rid of that. There's just a lot of change that we need to do, and I really don't really even know how and where to start. But I just kind of wanted to comment on it and say that, like, I'm not saying that you have to say something because some people like to push celebrities into saying things or, you know, and then they get mad at certain celebrities because they're not saying what they want them to say. And I don't think that's fair. Um, but do make sure that before you post or you say something that maybe you're considering both sides of the, the story, you know, am I maybe saying this because I just don't like this set of people because would I be saying the same thing if the people looked like me, you know? And that's really how you can make sure that maybe you're not being biased. Do I believe that people push, the media pushes things to kind of, you know, add fuel to the fire? Of course I do. I do believe that we're being manipulated by the mass media. I do believe that. Um, but I also believe that what I saw was just cold-blooded murder is what I believe. And I feel that cops should be held to the same standards as if anyone else. If you kill somebody, then you should be, you know, tried and make sure that you did what was the best thing possible. Like if you were in a life or death situation and you need to protect yourself, you need to protect citizens, then that's fine. But in that case, the fact that he was already handcuffed, and he told you he couldn't breathe, you should have not stayed on him. And that, you know, already knowing that certain people are going to already equate things to, okay, this is a black man and this is a white man, so now it's going to be racist and, you know, racially charged or whatever. Why not protect yourself and be like, you know what, I'm not going to allow that to happen. The same way when you saw the video, I don't know if you guys saw it, but a guy is saying, the people are screaming, they're like, oh, get his your knee off his neck. And the other cop kind of held, was accountable and said, you know what, he just moved his leg from his uh partner like moved his leg off the guy's neck and they picked him up and took him into custody that's the type of mentality that needs to be if you know i refuse to be a part of this um whether maybe you're just having a bad day and you're not necessarily understanding what you're doing and you're not realizing that you could possibly kill this person i'm not going to be a part of this i'm going to stand up and be like you know I'm going to move your leg off this person because he's saying he can't breathe. And so we don't want to end up getting starting some racial war and starting, you know, a bunch of looting and rioting and protesting and stuff because we don't want to hold ourselves accountable and be professionals like we should. Is every cop bad? Absolutely not. Like I said, I've never really dealt with like blatantly racist cops, you know, um, because I of course try to be professional i don't feel like people should say like should be yes sir yes that yeah but you probably should do it so maybe they can give you like a lesser charge or something because like let's say if you get caught speeding and i'm not saying you're like racing or something but like say if the speed limits is like 
45 and maybe you were doing like 50 so that is like a you know get you about a couple of points depending on what state you live in and that's going to affect your insurance maybe you can be like a little bit respectful so they won't like you know and they might consider being decent and not posting that you were you know speeding will give you a lesser charge or something like maybe impeding traffic or something like that so i don't know um, I do think that like in that situation, you probably want to be respectful. You don't want to just add fuel to the fire the same way if you was at a doctor, you know what I'm saying? And they're going to do a surgery on you or whatever. You're going to have a kid or whatever the situation is. You probably want to be respectful because that person kind of holds your life in their hands. So you should always treat people with respect and whether you agree with cops or not or like them, you know, when something goes wrong, we do call cops, but for this, I just feel like if you're not going to post about how he was wrongly murdered, then maybe you shouldn't be posting about the looting. And I do understand it, which I covered earlier in the um, podcast that I do you know, understand that. And it's absolutely not right. But, you know, people want to be heard. And for certain people, that's just being a criminal and decide, well, you know, it's like all this mass confusion. We're all out here, so I won't, I won't get caught and I'll get away with it. Shame on you shame on you but I think that we just kind of need to really start working together and people need to have open conversations about you know how can I make sure that I'm not racist and how can I make sure that I'm actually you know making a world where we're all treated equal is that possible I don't necessarily know but I do think if we all work together we could but there are a lot of people who kind of feel like every time something you know, racially charged comes up and the media and everything else everyone's like oh they're playing the race card they're doing da 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 and you completely shut off and without giving somebody a chance to kind of tell their story and maybe you kind of realizing well maybe they are wrong or maybe da 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 and you could have an open conversation with someone and people can be like well maybe we're taking this the wrong way maybe it was an accident maybe this not saying that it was at least i don't believe it was but you know we can have an open conversation but when you kind of come off as just like oh well you know, there you guys go again with that, you know, we can't have an open conversation. We have to all be open to other people's opinions. And you can only do that by being fair, listening, and allowing you guys both to discuss what you think. So what I, what I want you guys to do is kind of let me know what you think about the situation and what you think we can do to change. And tell me what you thought about it what are your opinions on what I'm saying? And I want to have an open conversation. I don't want to be attacked, but I want to have an open conversation. And regardless of whether you agree with it or with my views and opinions, I do want to have an open conversation. And if you're willing to have that conversation, you know, leave some comments and stuff and I will try to get back with you. All right. Thanks for listening to me and have a good one. Bye. Hey guys, this is episode two and... This is dealing with the aftermath of the killing of George Floyd and what's happening right now with the protests that's been happening around the country. We're going to start off this episode by answering the first question, which is what is white privilege? So what I did is I looked up the word privilege. I think we all know the definition of white. But 
I wanted to look up the word privilege to give you guys what the definition says. So the word privilege is a special right, advantage, or immunity granted or available only to a particular person or group. So for me, the one word that stood out with privilege is advantage. I don't feel that white people have an immunity to anything because you can always find um, different scenarios where white people are targeted and treated unfairly the same way a lot of black people are. But I do believe that white people do have an advantage just based on the color of their skin regardless of them growing up in a poor neighborhood, growing up in poverty, um, a one single family home, single parent home. I just do believe that they do have an advantage just based on the color of their skin. However, this is my opinion and how can we find out if this is just my opinion or whether this is true? In order to have a conversation with someone, you know, you kind of have to come with some facts and stuff to kind of understand is this just what someone believes or is this a reality? And for me, this has been a reality. I know going into an environment of mostly white people that I'm going to be assumed probably right off the bat that I'm stupid. Um, I'm uneducated. I'm lazy. I'm a criminal. I'm a thief. And I think that this is very common. And then there are certain white people that treat me as an individual, and that is wonderful. Um, but for every white person that treats me, you know, with respect, there's going to be another white person that won't necessarily treat me with respect. And I can feel that underlying prejudice below the skin. But I want to point out that this is not only with white people. I'm actually treated this way with Arabs, um, Asians, and even sometimes like Africans as well. So, yeah, uh, I do believe that this is a thing. And the reason why I say that, it has been proven in various studies that someone with an ethnic sounding name has a higher chance of getting not called back even though they could have the same credentials as someone who has a more Caucasian sounding name now many people would say well how exactly can you say someone has a Caucasian sounding name versus an ethnic sounding name and one of the things I said and I will say this is that when you see a name and you read things reading is the expression of basically painting a picture without using a paintbrush or looking at a picture, your mind should be able to do that. And I think anybody who hears a name, there is some type of image that comes to mind. Me as a mother, when I named my child, I had an image. I never met my child, but I did have an image that came to mind based on the name that I chose. So when you choose a name, you see an image, you see something regardless of what you see and so that can somehow be a something that could be used as a basis to be discriminated against um i feel like 
you know, with someone who has a more ethnic sounding name, regardless of your credentials, you probably have a less likely chance of being hired. Um, just based on the fact that you have a black name probably or you have a Muslim sounding name and maybe that's not what the person they're looking for. You know, the type of pe person that they're looking for. Um, so that has been proven. And we do know the school system, the educational system, it has it where certain districts are able to get better funding based on the zip codes. And so then this gives the people who go to that school a better better opportunities to get education and different extracurriculum activities during school. So this is why a lot of parents from like more school districts that are not that good, they'll try to send their children outside that district so that way they can get better opportunities, get better scholarship opportunities, better teachers, and better education. So this is something that's known in the black community you know you know what the good schools are you know what the bad schools are you know the um percentage of people who are who get scholarships who go on to good colleges and who finish and complete scholars complete their college degrees and so these are basic things that kind of can determine the type of success you'll live in life so i do believe that there is a such thing as black discrimination that's used i don't necessarily know if white privilege is the correct word i would just say black discrimination and i think black biases so after covering that the next question is going to be is the white power sign real so me growing up i never knew that there was some type of sign or hand signal that people used as a form of white power i did know of the black power sign um but i had never known that there was a white power sign until maybe like a year or two ago when i saw on tv um people were saying that president trump was doing the white power sign and so after that i kind of took it upon myself to try to do a little research on various different sites to kind of understand is this a word is this a sign um, or is this kind of some type of narrative that's being pushed by the media? From what I've discerned from my investigation and personal opinion and from various different sites, I believe that the white power sign is more so of a thing of a troll. It's trolling black people, it's trolling the liberals, etc. And it doesn't necessarily mean that this person is actually this is an actual hand sign that white supremacists use um but if you're trolling black people that's kind of a red flag because you're now in this um supposed to be this professional you're a police officer and this is a lot of uh expectations that's expected of you and you're kind of trolling this person and so it kind of opens the conversation for people to feel like well are you unbiased are you can you be professional and can you treat everyone with respect and dignity 
And I think from recent events, we can all see that no, in the ca in most cases, a lot of police can't. They just simply won't do it. Um, the one thing about the police is they have a really good system about taking care of their own. And that is remarkable, honestly, because a lot of police are able to get away with a lot of different things. Uh, crimes that they commit just simply by everyone not saying anything, lying and covering up and false documentation of events that took place, which is why a lot of people have been pushing for the body cameras. And then a lot of times they'll say, well, the body cameras weren't on or this wasn't happening. And even if you do have the cameras on, somehow they have this different way that they'll say the things actually took place and you're watching it and you're like well you just said this but they're saying something completely different so it's they take care of their own and that like i said is something to consider so my final thoughts on this the white power sign i believe someone who's flashing that doing that type of sign it lets me know the type of heart you have the type of person you are and if you use this to troll a particular set of people i wouldn't feel comfortable with you arresting me or um looking out for my best interests so with donald trump doing that i don't necessarily feel like he's in the best interest of me because even if you're not a blatant racist or part of some hate group um like the kkk you do not value me because you're willing to troll me and you're supposed to be this professional and you're doing it at various speeches and stuff. So that for me is a red flag. Um, For me, I don't think that Donald Trump is like a blatant racist. I think that he has biases and prejudice. It has been proven in the 80s that he was discriminating against black people in his apartment buildings and stuff but i don't think he's like a part of some kkk group he does know that there's racist people out there who absolutely hate black people but kill them and laugh and drag them through the streets like they used to do us and he knows that he can kind of do certain things to get them and he wants their vote and he's a businessman he's smart and so he's going to use these ignorant uh, racist to kind of get them to get his vote does he like black people i don't think so i think he could sit there and have a conversation with me or another black person but i don't necessarily think that he likes black people and he wouldn't care what happens either way which is why he's been playing into this because he doesn't care if this actually does result in black people being killed and even with his whole dragging of the feet of even trying to bring some type of um, resolve to the issue you know he just doesn't care and so that's something to consider I think that most white people feel like okay well as long as I'm not necessarily I don't hate a black person then I'm not racist okay but I don't care what's happening about what's happening to you but I'm not like a racist I'm not gonna call you the n-word but come on let's be realistic you're lazy let's be honest you're stupid and you want to play the victim but I'm not a racist and I can totally be cool and have a conversation with you and I'm not a racist and I believe that that is why racism is so prevalent in America because 
you know, you're willing to kind of turn and act as if you don't see what's happening and be like, well, stop complaining, be quiet, get over it, you know, and I'm trying to move on with my life. And you believe that you're not a racist. You are a racist if you go along with this type of behavior. If you say, well, you know, just be quiet, shut up, you know, and go back to your life and leave us alone and I think that you believe that you're not a racist but you are if you have somebody sitting up there laughing and being disrespectful towards black people and you don't stand up and say something you're a part of the problem if you see someone being treated unfairly and you don't say anything you're a part of the problem um and so for me you're a racist as well and you don't care about the situation, you're a racist because you're part of the problem. And you have to realize that slavery was only abolished and gotten rid of is not because people felt like, oh, what they're doing is bad. There was a few people that felt that way, but most people were just upset about the fact that the people in the South were making a lot of money off of black labor because we were slaves and we didn't get anything from it. And they were upset that they were up down in the north and they couldn't do that so they said you know you guys are making too much money you're getting too powerful we need to get rid of it you can't just be using these people as machines as animals and you're making all this money and we have to actually work and do this and that so it wasn't necessarily just because people thought that slavery was bad it was just because they were tied up the people down south who were being able to use these slaves as their advantage and I think that many oftentimes, this is why black people kind of have this victim mentality, because I do see it myself as a black person. You want somebody to come in and save you because, well, come on, just save us. I don't think slavery should have went on as long as it did. You should have saved yourself. I mean, yeah, you could have been killed. But at the same time, why not die doing something you believe in? Why would I want to be a slave? Now, for some people were born into that and so they were conditioned to act a certain way. And I do see this conditioning even today, um, how black people carry themselves towards white people. Like I said, um, they kind of want someone to save them and you're doing this protesting and you're asking, oh, please come help us. Da, 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 da. And that's why I said I don't necessarily believe in it because I feel like. No one can save you but yourself. No one have your better interests than yourself. And realistically, me as a black woman, I've seen a lot of people who will smile in my face and then completely be a different person behind my back. And this is from black people too. So for me, the only person I trust that can make a change is myself. And we as a race, as black people, need to make a change and hold ourselves accountable. You know, make sure that you do everything possible yourself to not be viewed and treated a certain way. And then after that, we can take things a step further. But it first starts with our own accountability. So the next question that we're going to go move on to is the removal of Confederate monuments. A lot of people are highly upset with this. And this is from families who have various family members generations of military uh family members who are very upset about this they think it's completely despicable and 
disrespectful to the servicemen and kind of seems to be kind of like the same thing with Colin Kaepernick or however you say his name who was doing the kneeling during the um American flag or the during that so a lot of people feel like this is just disrespectful um in general and they're highly upset about it they're like you're taking things a little too far with removing the monuments of these confederate soldiers and they believe that this is a part of american history and it's just absolutely disgusting um for me i feel like you have these opinions but you need to always be open to other people's opinions and i've kind of said that in the first episode i really do believe that people need to be open to other people's opinions and for a lot of people they don't want these confederate monuments up there because it's a constant reminder of how these people are glorified even though they were despicable human beings and for me anybody that thinks it's okay to own slaves who packed slaves on slave ships and threw them on ships and put them like pecked them in like sardines and brought them over to america to completely uh, misuse these people i do believe that you're a despicable person and i say this in a biased mindset because i'm a black person and i know that for me this has been detrimental to my ancestors and even myself just to be brung from another country if i want to go back to africa even though i've never been there i don't even know the language i don't even know where i'm from i don't know who i am necessarily because i've been stripped of that right so for me uh you have to consider my side and i do understand why the people want those monuments removed for me, I've grown up my entire life with that around me. So it's kind of just been something that I've numbed myself to. Okay, here goes the Confederate monuments. I don't really want to know who they are, who this person was. Because for me, I really don't care enough to care about that. And I was always taught as a child that, you know, the history that you're taught in school is not necessarily the full history. And they kind of have a narrative and they won't tell you some of the sick things that they did even not only to black people but to brown people as well and even now the wars in middle east by them stealing oil and kind of pushing their own agenda while people are being used to go over there and kill other people and they're being killed as well and somebody's getting rich off of it so for me I think I've just kind of accepted a lot of things. And so if someone's getting rid of those monuments, for me personally, I really don't care. And if you want to keep that up, then you need to start teaching the Americans the real history of these sick individuals who were okay with using black people as slaves and who still have money from that because you were able to build yourself generational wealth while black people are were left with nothing and in most cases they were quote-unquote free but they were still working in the plantations because they absolutely didn't know how to do anything else and so you have to realize we are behind by at least 400 years and i don't mean to use this as a excuse but it is the truth and so for me i'm starting with myself by being accountable and seeing what can i do to make a difference and to 
kind of bridge that gap. But it is there and I see it all the time. Um, and the next question is, has the recent protest caused racial tension? Absolutely, but you have to realize that this is just kind of giving people the opportunity to kind of show who they really are. I think a lot of people, and even myself, when Trump was running for president, I said maybe this might be a good thing because when you deal with racism, but everyone acts like, oh, it's not there, it's not, you're just overreacting and you're trying to play the black card and you're trying to play yourself as a victim and making an excuse. But you see the racism that's going on in the workplace for me. Um, I said this is an opportunity for people to kind of show who they really are. And I'm like maybe this might be actually a good thing. Because people are going to really start showing who they really are. And as you can see that's what's taking place. People are showing what, who they really are. They're going on their different platforms and social media platforms. And they're saying you know we don't care. Um, I don't hire black people. I don't do this. You guys can be quiet. I'm still tired of hearing you. Um, leave us alone. If you don't, if you have a problem, go back to Africa, etc., etc. So people are showing their true colors, and certain people. I was even told by one person, like, well, basically, what you guys have done has completely caused this racism now that's going to happen for generations to come. And I said, well, no, not necessarily. You have to realize, for me. I believe that racism has and always will be in America. It doesn't matter a hundred years from now, a thousand years from now, there's always going to be somebody who feels that they're better than someone based on the color of their skin, based on the characteristics um, of someone else. And so I don't believe racism is going anywhere. For me, this is just showing people Everyone is able to show their true colors. We knew, at least I knew personally, that if President Trump, if Trump got into office and became president, that the hate crimes would go up and that something would probably happen because a lot of KKK people thought like, well, you know what? This is our time. We finally have someone who's going to show these black people who they really are and that we really don't care. And I think this is actually a good thing because a lot of people don't want to actually accept the truth. And it's important that you know who you're dealing with. For me, I respect an enemy more because you're letting me know you're an enemy. You don't like me. I don't like you. And we can go from there. But when you're acting as if you're a friend, you like me, but you really don't. I don't like that. And so this is just showing people a lot of how things really are and so i don't believe that racism is going anywhere i don't believe that these protests is causing this racism it's just people being honest and kind of saying you know what? i don't like you i never have and i finally am able to say that you know and i think that's important for me as a black woman the best thing for me i think is to kind of be financially independent not to have to go in different environments like work and have to deal with that discrimination you know being passed over a promotion even though you were the most qualified for the job and they give it to someone else because of the color of their skin um you being disciplined for different things 
even though someone else is able to get away with it and when you call them out for it they're because if they don't know what you're talking about different things like that so I don't believe that this is this is just giving people the chance to show who you really are and I think a lot of people especially black people need to see it what can we do we need to basically be more financially independent um gain control of more things like housing um banks and we need to invest in ourselves and we can do this we need to stop being dependent on other people because i don't believe racism will go anywhere you're always going to have to deal with people who don't value you because you have to realize from the beginning we were brought over to america and we were never valued and so certain people will never believe anything otherwise and then there's going to be the people who just simply don't care they refuse to see what's happening and act as if you're overreacting and that there's nothing there's no problem here we're all equal and that's that when people say when you say well black lives matter and then someone says all lives matter you're kind of just saying like someone said i saw a comedian he said well it's like a wife asking her husband, do you love me? And the husband replies and says, I love everyone, you know. But realistically, like I said, for me, I don't like to have these long conversations is because, well, in the end, I feel like I could talk till I'm blue in the face, like I said in the previous episodes. But realistically, I'm just probably just talking to a brick wall. If you're willing to have a conversation and really open to my ideals, I can be open to yours. But in most cases, you're just listening to respond versus actually listening to understand. And so that is the end of this episode. I'll be coming out with another episode next week. If you have any questions, please leave some comments, share, like, subscribe. Thanks once again. You guys have a good one. Hey guys, this is the last episode of the George Floyd segment. Um, we're going to start something new next week. But I'm kind of going to wrap things up. And basically what we're talking about is kind of what is the reasoning behind the continued protesting that's going on. Even though the cops have been arrested and are facing charges um, for their parts and the death of George Floyd so basically I'm going to kind of start it off of basically what I believe is happening the main reason that people are still protesting despite the um, charges against these police officers is because people are looking for a complete change of the policies in place that protect police officers and I think what we all want is accountability and have to have it where cops can be held liable for um, their misconduct and these different things and they should be able to be sued and they should be able to go to jail and they should be able to be punished to the full extent like every other person in America so um, I know I said at the beginning that you know I really don't believe in protesting I don't think it does anything but I want to get on here and say you know what maybe it does do something actually it, it is doing something so 
I definitely have to retract my statements from saying that I don't feel like it does anything from the previous um, couple of days and weeks. I am seeing that this protesting is actually doing something. So um, I definitely have to acknowledge that and say, well, you know what, maybe this protesting, not maybe, but it actually is bringing some change about uh, about the different issues that's affecting certain people in America. So that's actually was nice to see. Am I out there protesting? Will I be out there in protest protesting since I see that it is actually bringing some change and bringing awareness and to these different issues? No. Like I said in the other episode, I am not trying to be harassed. I'm not scared or anything. Um but I do love my eyes. I do love myself and I don't want to end up hurt or killed because of the protesting and I have responsibilities. So you won't see me out there protesting, but I do applaud the people that are out there protesting and standing up for what they believe in. I think that's absolutely good. But for me, um, I don't believe in the, the peaceful way of going about it. Not saying that I believe in hurting someone because I'm not, you know, but, um, I kind of feel like I shouldn't have to talk about certain things and try to get people to understand certain things. I, I feel like you should, you see what's going on, but you really don't care enough to pay attention to it or acknowledge it. And I guess for people, the protesting is you're going to acknowledge this and we're going to call you out and let you know what's going on and we're not going to be quiet. So like I said, I do applaud that, but you won't find me out there protesting. Um, so it's not like I'm okay with the way things are have the way things are going, but I think everybody's dealing with this issues in America the best way that they see fit and for me that's just not my way but I do respect the people that are out there so I definitely wanted to just start that off by saying that um the next thing that I'm going to talk about is basically a lot of people have kind of been asking about the what are my thoughts on Juneteenth so this holiday is kind of bringing awareness to the fact that slaves have been free technically um two years before but they actually had to send in some federal troops to kind of free the slaves physically because a lot of the people down south were still using um black people as slave labor not paying them and just still trying doing what they wanted to do because they weren't following the the laws that the government had in place um i don't necessarily know how true this is because i think with a lot of our history things are just kind of changed and deleted with certain things like that to kind of fit the narrative that they're pushing but from some of the research that i'm doing is saying that it's true and for that, um, that's good, but it is kind of sad that it took two years after the end of slavery and people were still doing what they were doing 
And in certain cases, even after that, people were so ignorant and it wasn't their fault. They just had no education. They had led their entire lives picking cotton and being slaves. They didn't know how to do anything else. They didn't couldn't buy land. They couldn't get property. So they continued to work those um, plantations because that's all they knew. So it's just kind of really sad if you really think about it. But this, they're trying to kind of push it to be a national holiday. For me, I think that black people have enough. We have some pretty good holidays from Black History Month to Martha Luther King. Um, birthday that's recognized kind of like a national holiday. So I'm not saying that I don't want more. I think it's good, but. I mean, if this holiday is going to push for black people to kind of support each other, their businesses and kind of bring awareness, peace and a positive attitude, I'm totally for that. But I don't necessarily know if it's needed. You know, it would be realistic, like, you know, every different race has their own Pacific um, holidays that they celebrate and we don't make them into national holidays. So I'm not really sure. But if it's going to bring some positivity to us, then that's that's awesome. But for me, I kind of am like have some trepidations about it because I, I just feel like a lot of times we're kind of thrown different things to pacify us, to quiet us, and to kind of steer us from the direction that we're trying to go and to actually bring the change that we need. So... The change that we need is we don't necessarily need a holiday. Um, we don't need people to paint Black Lives Matter on down the street and things like that for me personally. I don't think that we need that. I think what we really need is just a complete change throughout the whole system. Not even the police system. Not only just them. But every single thing. And even ourselves. We need to change our attitudes, how we treat each other. And we need to really all take a look at ourselves including Caucasians Asians and everyone else we all need to take a look at ourselves and realize how can we make America the best country for us and that means every single person regardless of your race how can we make this the best place and how can we live in coexistence be peaceful respect each other and their differences how can we do that and I think those are some tough questions that we need to ask. How can we tolerate each other? And how can we respect each other? So those are some real questions that we need to be asking, not just kind of like throwing things to pacify things without dealing with the actual issues and the underlying problems that have caused these things to arise to begin with. So for me, I believe that this country was built well I know for a fact that the country was built on inequality so it kind of requires us to tear the whole thing down and start over and I'm not necessarily saying like tear everything down but we need to just completely change things to make sure that we are being as fair and as possible but for the most part it starts with us it starts with everyone's mindset um and it starts with accountability for everybody, not just police officers, not just black people, not just white people. It starts with everyone. And so how can we do that? 
I'm not sure. Like I said, I don't think a lot of people care to, you know, change. They don't care to take a look at their sales and evaluate and see where, how can I improve? So realistically, we might be dealing with this for the rest of our lives. And this might just very well be a problem that we'll continue to deal with because I think everybody has their own personal biases. And when you have something so ingrained in you, it is going to be very hard to remove it. Um, like I personally feel like, like I kind of stated, I don't really feel like racism will ever really fully leave because people have different narcissistical traits in them that they are not willing to kind of look at themselves and see why do I feel like this I believe that racism starts from greediness from being greedy you are greedy you have no empathy you're selfish and to justify these negative traits in yourself instead of realizing how can I change and how can I be a better person you use it to say well this person is less thin so you can justify and sleep at night because you think that you're somehow better than somebody else based on the color of their skin and the texture of their hair or the shape of their eyes. So it really starts with us and I don't know if necessarily a lot of people are willing to do that because as we can all kind of see the hate crimes have went up and people are just kind of really saying what they feel but like I've stated before I kind of respect that I don't like people who smile in my face but you are not necessarily for me I want to know what you really think about me and I'm not the person who's going to be like okay now you said this and so I want to counsel you that I don't want to be around you but I will respect you for speaking your mind and that's why I kind of don't like how things are where people say stuff and like as long as you're not in a position that can necessarily um directly physically harm someone i think that everybody should have the freedom of speech and to say how how you really feel because i think it's better to know who your enemies are than to think that someone's your friend and they're not so this holiday juneteenth um it can be something good. We can turn it into something positive. But we got to make sure that we don't lose sight of the mission, which is to actually bring real change in America. And a holiday is not going to do that. So that's my thoughts on it. Um, I got some stuff that I kind of been... Uh, saving for myself and I want to share this with you guys to kind of tell you some things that because I said the protesting actually has done something and this one I'm really really happy about um it's the Colorado Senate's bill 2117 I'm sorry the Colorado Senate bill 217 bans the use of chokeholds and limits when police are allowed to shoot at fleeing persons and requires officers to intervene in cases of excessive force or face criminal charges. 
Um, I really like this one. And it allows for officers to be held personally liable for civil rights violations. This is the type of bills that we need throughout in every single state in America. That's what we need. Because now people can be held accountable. The cops can be held accountable for things like that. I saw some bills like President Trump, the bill that he kind of passed, um, New York. But Colorado, people need to model their bills on something like this. Not just banning the use of chokeholds. That's perfectly fine, and I do agree with that. But fleeing um, people, you should not be shooting them in the back. If they are not a threat to you or they're fleeing from you, you should not be shooting them. You do not get the the say so to say well if you're going to run for me i'm going to kill you that is not the authority that you should be given and if you do decide to take that authority in your hands and do that then you need to be held liable you need to be able to get sued you need to be able to get prosecuted to the fullest extent to get the death penalty or go to jail like you need to pay for your crimes because what you're doing is you're taking the law into your own hands and that is something you don't have the right to do so i think i want every state to follow this if you're not trying to bring this type of change, I don't want to vote for you. Don't try to tell me something to pacify me. You need to bring this type of change. I don't need a holiday. I need change like this. And I applaud Colorado's um, people doing this job, actually pushing for a bill that actually is bringing the change that we need. A lot of the other states, I really wasn't, I, I didn't really appreciate what they were pushing just to say, oh, we're getting rid of chokeholds and everything else. No. This bill that Colorado put through, this needs to be on a federal level. This, this needs to be um, made for every single state. And this will actually limit a lot of police officers. A lot of police officers are not going to want to get in there because I do think that a lot of them just decide to be a police officer because they want to kill and they want to abuse their power and authority. And when you can realize, oh, you know what, I might go to jail, I might get sued, that might deter you from doing something like that so this is the type of change that i want to see and so this is why people are protesting and stuff like that because this is the change that we need um i wanted to read a tweet because i did talk about the um last in the last episode i talked about the removal of confederate monuments and this is somebody that i follow i really admire this guy um and i just love the type of work that he's doing and his name is sean king i follow him and he made a post that really stuck out to me and i'm gonna read it and kind of give my thoughts on it and why i really liked it so here let, let me read it it said let me ask you this at what point will you consider it okay for a statue of a Nazi leader to exist in Germany or elsewhere? How much good could a Nazi do for you to still accept their statue? For 99% of the world, the answer is none. That's how we feel about slave owners. Seems that the same people who fully understand that it's wrong to have statues or memorials to Hitler or Nazis just struggled to extend that same understanding to people who were literal monsters to African-Americans, bought, sold, traded, beat, raped, worked black folk to death. And that's the end of the tweet. I really, really 
appreciated this because, you know, it's like when you talk about certain issues to people, they act as if they somehow just can't get it. Um, why do you think that we want to see some statues of some people who didn't value us and you have it in public places? If this is a part of your history. You're right. It is. But the, you should tell the history the way that it really is, which is the the harm and the evil that they did to an entire race of people. And if you admire this person, that's totally fine. Get a statue and put it in your basement. But it shouldn't be in public places that we're paying with our tax dollars when not everyone agrees with it. Those monuments need to be tore down. They need to get, you need to get rid of them because it's, you've to taught the children and all of Americans this watered down version of our history because you don't want to actually teach the evil that you've done, that your ancestors have done. And so you want to teach this watered down version and we need to hear the truth. We need to be taught the truth so that nothing as sick as this happens again and so for me i i really like that tweet that one hit home but the reality is i he could make a million tweets but there's always going to be someone who's going to argue for the sake of it because they don't actually value you um i'm gonna wrap this up with the thing that i had seen about a taco bell manager he basically had on a black lives matter um face mask and taco bell basically told him that he needed to go either take off the mask or you need to go here's my thought on this i understand both parties and one of the things is is that this is their company they have the right to say what they don't want you to wear, what they do want you to wear, etc. Everybody knows that when you work for someone, you know that they're going to tell you that, well, you can't wear tank tops. You can't wear shorts. You can't wear sneakers. Want you to wear, it depends on whatever you're doing. They have the right to tell you what to do. You have to wear eyeglasses. You need to wear earplugs, depending on whatever field that you're in. If you're in a nursing field, well, you need to wear scrubs. You are required to go by those standards. If you don't like it, you can leave, which is what he did do so him kind of broadcasting is letting people know that these people don't um want this in there so that kind of makes people question about what they feel about black people i don't necessarily feel like if you have a statement black lives matter and that's why I, i'm just i don't really necessarily know if i even like that statement black lives matter because like i kind of stated i don't need anybody's validation to state that my life matters I already know my life matters, so I don't have to ask you Black Lives Matter. I don't have to ask you. I don't care what you feel, whether you feel I matter or not. I know that I matter, so I don't need your approval or consent. And so I, I do kind of understand that. Um, and he has the right to leave, which he did, because, of course, he can go find a job anywhere else and you do better probably starting your own business and being independent of the restraints that you have to deal with working for somebody else um but then taco bell has to understand that if people decide to kind of boycott that restaurant that you're going to lose a large base of customers um so you know this is america you can kind of do what you see fit and if they see fit that well we don't want you to wear that and he says you know what i have the right to wear what i want to wear and so i'm gonna leave and then you know it is what it is so i understand both particular 
people's opinions because if I have a business and you're working for me, I expect you to respect and wear whatever attire that I want you to wear. And I probably don't want different things that could be offensive to certain people. But the then the question you can kind of ask is why is Black Lives Matter offensive to you? So that's a whole nother issue. So, yeah, you know, I... If somebody doesn't that I don't necessarily like, I'm going to be like, you know what, let me start making my exit strategy or how I need to get out of this because they have some values that I don't agree with. They have some different things that I don't agree with and I'm going to have to get out of here. And so he did too. He stood up for what he believed in and, and the job did as well. So um, both of them, I applaud them. And I think that's, we should have that right. So um, I kind of wanted to end this whole segment and what my thoughts on it i do think that the the protesting seems like it's been dying down or the media has kind of stopped covering it is it how long should people be out there protesting maybe till they can maybe find a bill as like the colorado bill that might tevor this is on a federal level i respect it you know so i definitely applaud everybody for what they're doing um, who's out there risking their lives every day out there protesting I really really congratulate you and I do feel like you know we I know personally then a couple of days weeks they're going to kill somebody the police will kill somebody else that's probably unarmed and wasn't necessarily a threat and so we as a people me as a black woman all I can do is protect myself and that's all we can do and look at ourselves and see what difference and change can we bring but i think that we'll deal with this probably for i'll deal with this for the rest of my life however long i'm here so that's just it's sad but that's just the way i think um i'm going to start another segment and we i'm probably not going to focus too much on the protesting and stuff like that i'll talk about something else and you guys can leave some comments or something if you want to tell me what you want me to speak on. But I'm kind of going to wrap this up about the George Floyd and the different things. Because like I kind of stated in the beginning, it does seem like the protesting has definitely brought some change. And so we can talk about some other issues instead of just that. So... You guys can like, comment, leave some comments, suggestions, and any material that you want me to read and give my opinion on. And I will see you guys next week.